Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For the 23-24 season, the 1878 FM podcast is sponsored by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. It's a massive fortnight of sport where the Premier League, rugby and cricket all take in centre stage. To celebrate, Green King has given listeners of this podcast 20% off drinks until the 29th of October, an hour before, during and after the sport. All you need to do is download the Green King Sport app. If you've not downloaded the app before, you even get a free pint. So head over to the App Store, download the Green King Sport app and get your 20% off your round. Don't miss a minute of the action. Hello, welcome to the 1878 FM podcast. That is episode 11. Myself, Ped and David Vitti here to have fun. But first, talk about the Merseyside Derby defeat, um, which wasn't fun. But Dave, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. You? Not bad, not bad. Yeah. It's not, the weather's not great today up here. What's it like where you are? It is cloudy today, and uh, but it's not wet at the moment. Okay. Actually, the weather's been been all right the last last couple of days, hasn't it? What am I listening to? Not been raining. This is weather.com. What am I listening? Know what to? this is called? Avoiding the the first subject. <laughs> like two middle aged men when they meet at a bus stop. That's they don't know each other. That's oh. what we talk about. Well, nothing wrong with talking about that, Peter. What do you want to talk about? I think you should the Merseyside widen dive. your scope. My scope is my, fully yeah, wide. They're fully wide. I've fully checked. wide. Mm. Just before we start, Baz, can I just can I just jump in for a minute? Yeah. Have you been on the hair dye? No. You know what? I've just looked in the mirror when <laughs> I went in, right, and was like looking, thinking. <laughs> My hair looks incredibly dark. Dave, come on, mate. You can see it. it. Does. What it, has it, been going on? I'm there? telling you now. I, I haven't done anything. I, mate, you see, I, I, I... Just, they're just for men's out. But it hasn't been out for weeks and weeks. I've just looked. You know, when it gets too long, I know it's too long because when I have to get up. So the secret of you not having grey hair is having longer hair. It seems to be. So why don't you go like full, like, shoulder length? We, I mean, and me and Andy were talking about um, Horncastle, James Horncastle. Oh yeah, you might have seen him tonight, and I couldn't believe he's got the full like Homer Simpson. Maybe you should go for like get Carl to sort you out. No, come on, Homer. I'll see, I, I have to be careful with this conversation because I am go often on. accused of dyeing my hair, mm? which mm. I understand and and I appreciate that at the age now of yeah. of thirty seven, nearly thirty eight, yeah. the people. Yeah would think that it might be time for me to stop laughing, Pet. Uh, it might be time for me to to be showing some grey hairs. Mm-hmm. But as as so far, I'm yeah. pretty dark. But I promise you that there's nothing... Actually, I've got a couple of 
grey one there, which I think one. is sort of grey one yeah. there. I've but, got um, it in me. I've got it in me beard, but I'm not. But this is. I think this is a larger conversation, hmm? right? Because we mm-hmm. were talking about um, Thingo this week, weren't we? What's his name? Christopher. I love my. I love me nan. Uh, Maloney. Maloney. Christopher Maloney. To, Songs from me nan. He'd gone to Turkey yeah. to get his teeth fixed hmm? because some because a British dentist ruined them, which is normally the other way round. But fair mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. But. I, I don't, I'm not bothered. If you've put stuff in your ear, then fair play to you. Like, I want my teeth done. Like, I've got no issue mm. with it. I'd love that. The mm. money, I'd get them done. Mm. I'd, people get their, getting their ear sorted all the time, uh, good or bad, but I don't have a problem with it. You know, if you want to dye your Mate, hair, or you want to have your teeth done, my you want to have a way to work on your cheeks. My, I will be getting, sim- there's a thing called Simpler, mm. Mm. which is a hair, you put it in, it's yeah. like, and it also yeah. well, allegedly takes your hair back but it essentially will be a dye but it's yeah. a herbal thing i'll be having no issue usually i still for, haven't got it yet florida was that no no but before i've got <laughs> so no got i've pictures. got no issue it makes me laugh when yeah. th- this subject does make me laugh yeah. when people go to the gym mm-hmm. well why are you going to the gym yeah. or do you do this why are you doing that or i mean to be know. fair that is natural no no but what i'm saying is they're doing it not to they're doing it for a reason yeah. aren't yeah, they yeah. why are you getting your teeth done where do you stand on this day why are you getting your teeth done so it, it what, in terms of self-improvement? Yeah, yeah. I think it's absolutely fine. I think each to their own. If you want to do self-improvement, then that's entirely up to you. I mean, but I'd just like to take this opportunity quickly now before we get into proceedings to say that, Ped, I think your hair looks lovely today. Thank you. Thank you. I've done nothing with it. It's yeah, but I mean, it just, it, it, it looked like you're, you're fairly fairly freshly cut. No, it's actually, it's a few weeks. It's just, it's, it's just I, go, I go to a good barber and he cuts mm. it in a way that, you know, just falls into place. This is a fella in, in Scam, isn't it? In Scam, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. In Scam, in the roundabout city. But, yeah, yeah. And one of those roundabouts, he just built a big Albion. So they're obviously moving oh, really? forward. Yeah, they're they're moving That's forward. where I go. Mm. That'll be the, f- you... what, the, uh, the roundabout in Scam. So the no, Aldi. No, 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 no. I don't go to that Aldi. You go, go to, to Aldi to get your hair cut. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't How do that either. I no, good, I mean, I t- I told you How good is Aldi? How good is Aldi down where you listen, 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 as you as you both well know yes. and it's been well documented, Gillian. Yeah, Gillian. The love Scottish Gillian. Scottish Gillian. Glaswegian Gillian cuts my hair. Not Aldi. But I do go to an Aldi. Not the one in Scam, but I go to the one nearer me, which is where I get all of my weekly shopping because of tremendous value but you work in that industry dave you are you know you've worked in that industry for aldi no he's i mean he's been in the industry now for like 30 years so essentially since he was four yeah started mm-hmm. off as a small model what 33 in no. fairness yeah, mm-hmm. was, yeah, was, you know. um, but you you must have seen a few a few people with a little little bit of work done you know have you ever got envious and thought you know the day i need it the day that mm. comes that i need that way <laughs> whenever will, that might whenever be whenever that might be you know mm. um you've got i mean first of all you've got to reach a milestone of being like 35 first sure um have you ever thought you know what they look good they look bad i wouldn't want to do that or are you you know are you are you prepared to just keep it au naturel yourself or are you going to dive in there in, you know in the shallow end well, I've sort of done a little bit of both, actually, mm. because I'm currently, and I, I don't mind admitting this, I'm currently two-thirds of the way through some Invisalign treatment on Ooh. my teeth. Uh, they are kind of like there getting a little bit straighter. But, um, yeah, I have those yeah. Invisalign tray things, which I cool. put in, which are very clever, because a mate of mine is a dentist around the corner. Um, thank you for his mate's rates. And, um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so I'm currently, they should be done by about... Every time, I think, something okay. like that. So, how, yeah, they, so, how do they feel in your mouth? Because I've heard different things about them. 
I've actually found found them to be really easy, and I, oh. I haven't found them to be problematic, even though people said that they can be. Mm. They're a little bit when you put a new track because do you know how they work, right? I mean, go on, we, we, go we're on. going on a, on, a, on a big tangent here, but it doesn't really matter because again, this is derby avoidance essentially. Of course, of um, So what they do is that they work out what the movement needs to be in terms of your teeth from here to there, and then it's a series of different trays, right? And all of those trays, which are a bit like a gum shield, yeah. right? And all the gum shields are slightly different shape so you put that one in and then it moves your teeth that way and then you put the next one in and it moves them a little bit more that way and so on and so forth and ultimately that's what creates some movement over a period of time which for me is 17 trays 34 weeks and how, how, and how much of the day do you have to wear them you should wear them for 22 hours of the day so you Jeez. just literally take them out to eat wow. um but um but yeah no it's, it's, it's all good i've had them since I don't know, February, March, something like that. And, uh, Fair play. Uh, March, maybe. There you go. They didn't so think we were going to end up there, did you, Baz? Interesting. No, no but no. I mean, you know, That's listen, fine. I'm an honest and open person if we're talking about self-improvement That's and whatever. It. And, um, you know, I'm happy to share. I think it's good for men to share, to share stuff mm. more. I do. I, and also, they, they're natural, aren't they? They're not, you're not, you're not having no. your teeth fixed um, as such. You're fixing your own teeth. Mm. That's all it Absolutely, is. Absolutely, yeah. So, just with a little, little bit of, of of help, yeah, from some clever technology, yeah. And oh, also, I, I mean, again, I, I I'm slightly surprised of a man of your age being in the mid thirties would need that mm. kind of thing done. But it's never you're never too uh, never too young or too old for that kind of thing either, because that's well, something I've thought about. Yeah. I need I need to go and see a dentist to see well, what, but you know. Mm. I, I, you know, I'm hoping that that by the time I reach the milestone of forty next April, mm. that you know mm. they will be significant. Hang on, you're only I thought you're thirty-seven. Well, you <laughs> sorry, jumped sorry, three sorry, years sorry, just 39. in April. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Okay, yeah. Big, the big four, big mm. one next year. The big one you know? next year, yeah. yeah. Big, big one. Fair play. <laughs> any any idea whether you know hello or okay will be in touch for the rights to said celebrity party with, I imagine the likes of. Dean Gaffney and <laughs> other Gaffney's massive Scott. Yeah, Gaffney. Hey, listen, Gaffers hasn't hasn't uh, hasn't re- responded yet. He's not. No, well, he's a busy man, but he will get back to you. Do you think sure. if he goes yeah. to dues, he takes well hard with him? He should do, shouldn't he? He should do. Yeah, uh, but no, I'm I'm actually in, in in all truth, I haven't actually put out the formal uh, invite list. No, yet, no, but, no um, I thought yeah, that. I, I thought that because I mean, Gaffney, that's why you haven't got yours? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would imagine that uh, does Gaffney the use the natural products to get well, lad? Well, <laughs> I mean that's the thing, isn't it? That's what you have to ask yourself if we're talking well, think, about self improvement. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it was a natural process, as all these things should be, because oh, when God. you are adopting any kind of canine, you have to go through the the, the proper, you know, the proper process. You, you have know, to. The only way you can get well, they have to, is to, do it, is to do it properly. They have to vet whether you can cope with a sure, well lad. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's exactly yeah. it. Whether you have the right environment in order to house. Mm, 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 mm. We need. You need space. Sure, essentially, I mean, some, you need this. Sp- you know, some need more space than others. Yeah, if you've you got, don't, you- <laughs> have you got the space at home to deal with Wellard to accommodate Wellard? Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, there I, you I, go. You know, think I, th- I think so. I mean, as it's, you get older, it, things things get you know more restrictive. But the Taylor's oldest time. Um, there you go. The Merseyside Derby, the two hundred forty third Merseyside Derby. Mm. I'll be honest, it it ended. Result-wise, yeah. it ended how I imagined it probably would. Mm. Um, however, Dave, for 
a large period, mm. Everton had nullified Liverpool really, yeah. um, and I believe and Ped believes that the game Hello. kind of swung a little bit on on a poor decision from the referee. Are we the only people who believe that? Do you think there's other people out there who I might think, believe I think, that? I think, I, think I think there's a lot of... I, that's why we're waiting for Dave. Mm, and we want no, Dave I mean, to, I think, to I think be there a verif- many, verification. Many millions of people that would support <laughs> the view that perhaps there was a particular incident which may have indeed swung the game. Mm. And bizarrely, and, 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 you know, quite heartwarmingly, um, many of those millions of people... Uh, go beyond the realms of our club. Yeah, you know, yes. It's not just Evertonians that believe that uh, that perhaps that was a decision which some may say was handled wrongly by the referee. Certainly not mm. by myself or indeed this podcast as a whole. Mm. But um, there are certain people who who bring his decision making into question. Mm. Um, but yeah, in all seriousness, we said last week that our main thing with the derby coming up was the fact that. We weren't expecting to win at their place. We know that. We are realistic, much as we are always with hope. But we wanted to see Mm. a performance and we wanted to see our team compete. Um, And in that respect, I think think they did. You know, Mm. I mean, we we said that we wanted Liverpool to know that they've been in a game. Mm. And um, and as you say, I thought we we battled for large periods of it. We nullified them and... um, and so in that respect, I'm not unduly unhappy in mm. terms of, of what happened in the end. I'm annoyed about the decision because I think that perhaps it could have been slightly different. Um, but I think we we battled well. And again, going back to what we said last week, it was all about um, putting down a platform, if you like, uh, in terms of a performance um, so that it would then be something that we could build upon for the weeks to come. You know, mm. obviously West Ham on Sunday, We've got Brighton after that. We've got Palace after that, you know, before we get United at the end of November. Mm. And so, you know, these are games which for sure there are there are points in. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, in that respect, I think they, they did for the most part what we wanted them to do. And so in that respect, I'm not particularly despondent. Yeah, I mean, Pev, we did. We stayed in the game and it's difficult to look back now because obviously you look back at it and I've seen... You know, some Liverpool fans criticising us, or you didn't do this, or you you didn't really cause us any problems. But you, and you say, well, okay, that's fine. Mm. But A, you weren't causing us any problems either. And B, for 60-odd minutes of the match, we played with 10 men. So mm. It, mm. we were, ne- we were ne- you know, it was always going to be difficult for us with 11 men, but with mm. 10 men. Yeah, that's, that's just not how football works, though, is it? It's not mm. about what what the final outcome is in terms of you know, what's happened in the game. It's what could have happened in the game. And mm. it's the same with when they didn't get uh, the decision against Spurs. It's, it's... I know you see that as a clerical error. More yeah, so. that's a clerical error. Yeah. Liverpool mm. not getting the goal was just a clerical yeah. error against yeah. Spurs. That's all it was. It wasn't yeah. wasn't a bad... It wasn't bad officiating, was it? No. It was just mm. a clerical error. Clerical error. Mm. It was... You know, Miscommunication, someone, someone essentially. Someone a box, and yeah. that's all it was. These things happen. Yeah. They, they do, they do, they do happen. Um... But this was just a terrible decision, and who knows which way the game would have gone. We've gone, we've had games ourselves where we've been destroyed at Anfield, and it only takes a second, and um, you know, and and you get a penalty, or you get you get something, a deflection, mm. or whatever, or something off a corner. You you know, you can just because the final result was looked comfortable, mm. as you said, for till the till 
I suppose just after the incident where they should have had a player sent off. We yes, of course, they had all the ball. Yes, of course, they were flashing it left, right, and centre. But Jordan Pickford was not having to make saves. No, and mm. that's that's the key indicator, isn't mm. it? That is always going to be the key indicator. Yeah. He was not having to make it. We we weren't going to go there and outplay them. You know, we all knew that they were going to have 60, 70% of the ball mm. because they're a much better team. Mm. And the simple fact is in football now, the way it is, that, that it's a, it's very, very rare that teams lower down the division go away to teams in the top four, top five and beat them. Mm. It does happen, of course it happens, but you need everything to go your way. Yeah. And if something, some, if the referee takes something off you, then it's never going to happen because that's mm-hmm. just football now. The margins are have gone. Yeah. You can't go around booting people. Mm. You don't get the lucky breaks because VAR stops it. Mm. And that, so you need to have those moments in a game. And we had that moment taken away from us, and that, that's the way it is. You know that is we've had it for years. Mm. I think Dave, the, the most frustrating thing is not listen. Referees get can make mistakes, of course, they can, and sometimes you go, oh, how's he not seen that or whatever? But I think the issue I had with it was he set the tone by booking Young and mm. then he sent him off by sticking mm. letter, letter of the law. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there's an argument to say, should he have gone over and warned him and said, yeah. the next one, make you off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, but, but he chose to send him off, fine. But he had the same, the exact same thing with Scenario. Liverpool. Yeah. And, and, you know, if, if Liverpool wouldn't have had that, you could argue all day and go, he should have gave Younger warning, whatever. But mm-hmm. but you, there's no real defence. He's two bookable offences off. But Conarty done two bookable offences and should have been off on that. That's the sickening thing for me is that he had the chance. It's not level it up because it, it's not really about levelling up. It's about doing the right thing. And he, he for me. Well, you know, mm-hmm. when you when you when you think about the referee in this instance. It's the C word that we are all, you know, at the end of our tongues. And consistency mm. yeah. is obviously the word that we're thinking. Oh, of. yeah, oh, absolutely. That was my first thought when you um, said it, yeah. <laughs> uh, because, no, as you as you rightly say, is that um, there are different ways of interpreting the laws mm. depending upon the game and the atmosphere and the tone and all those different things. And as you said, you know, he decided that he was going to take that approach, which is fine because mm-hmm. actually he was, he was backed up by the laws in terms of his, his sending off of, of Ashley Young. Cause it was a second bookable on Diaz. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I think once you display that line and that's the, the route that you're going to take, you have to be consistent and you have to do it again. And especially when you have a situation where you have the same exact same decision to make, with another player, yeah, yeah, you have to take the same line. Mm. Um, and he was at that crossroads, and for whatever reason, he decided not to. Mm. Um, which, as I say, you know, listen, we are obviously biased and partisan, but I think when the entire world looks at that, and people, football fans of all clubs, go, "Well, it, it's just not right. Why mm. does one go, and why does the other one not?" Yeah. And that's just, you know, it's poor refereeing. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to put it to put it mildly. <laughs> to put it mildly. I mean, I think the other the thing I don't think any of us will argue about was it was a penalty, wasn't it? I've seen other people trying mm. to talk it away. Oh, he was looking the other way and it should be deliberate and all that. It, it might I have, thought it was I thought it was a penalty. It's yeah, a penalty. I mean, I think just the, the, the it was the positioning of his yeah. it was the positioning of his arm. Yeah. Um just looked 
I don't think it was in. I don't think it was intentional as no. such. But no. I just think the positioning of his arm was far enough away from his body that mm. he gave the officials little option. Yeah, mm. yeah. No, it was a penalty. It was going into the danger zone. He's got his arm out by his side. You know, like right out. Yeah. It was. A, it was a penalty, and obviously. Once Salah knocked that, and it was it was game over. The second almost become irrelevant because Everton were going forward. But um, yeah, you're right. We, you know, it was a performance that I think I think every player for me give everything they had. Whether the whether you judge whether they had a good game or not, See, I don't think James Garner had a particularly good game no, or, or Dominic Calvert Lewin. But both of them give. Both of them put the effort in. Do you know what mm. I mean? It wasn't like mm. we had any passengers because I don't think we did. And therefore, if we carry that kind of commitment on in in our games, going again back to what we said last week, didn't mm-hmm. we, which was that level of performance, if we carry that commitment on, I think we'll be okay. What do you think? I'd agree with you. And mm-hmm. I think um, I think we are overall in a better position than we were a few weeks ago. And that ultimately mm-hmm. is the only thing that's really important. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, are we making progress? Yes. Is it slow? Yes, mm. but it's progress nonetheless. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, there's uh, they're not going to be easy, but there's got to be points in West Ham, Brighton and Palace. Mm. And, Man- Assuming... and Manchester United for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you know, know um, assuming that they maintain that level yeah. of performance and commitment, um, mm. which is often the difference, I think. Yeah. The graft, isn't it? You know, yeah. and the graft is is has been better of late, um, but they've just got to continue. Yeah, I, I asked for a couple of questions on our uh, eighteen seventy eight group, um, and a couple of there's a couple of Everton ones, and normally I don't do Everton ones because we we like the the questions to be uh, non football, so we can have a laugh. And I'll keep one to the the bot. There's one of the three so far that aren't football, but. I just want to get your take on this because this is something that me and Ped have been discussing the last couple of days. I just wonder if you feel the same and if you see as much of it as we do. But Stu Murphy says, I'm sick of our beloved Everton being a punch bag. And this is in relation, Dave, to all of these hit pieces that are out on Everton at the moment. Listen, we'll criti- I mean, with regards to the points deduction, the points deduction the, 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 the and going mad the press are going all over that and there's the... Mm. the potential takeover triple seven and, and whatever side of it you're on mm-hmm. it, we had a, a situation yesterday where even jamie Carragher come out and was like why do i keep seeing all of these stories about 12 points for everton mm-hmm. for for this but there's like none for man city so why why is it always everton that is in the mm-hmm. new you know are, are you are you getting a little bit fed up with um with all of these stories that are essentially sensationalist stories um, yeah, I mean, I think that there is definitely an agenda at the moment. Mm. Um, and as you say, every time I read that, I can't think, but well, I can't help but think that, well, if we are in that kind of eye line and that kind of examination, then surely we are several steps back in the queue from Manchester City. Mm. Um, and, you know, there are those who have suggested that more wealthy clubs such as Manchester City are able to exert their influence in whatever way 
to avoid such punishment. Now, we know that our finances are such that if we do get done, you know, we will have very little in terms of being able to claw our way out of it. But um, I don't know. I mean, the concern for me, I think, is the fact that, and I suppose it's the whole no smoke without fire scenario, is that the fact that so many press outlets are carrying that story at the moment Mm. concerns me as to the source Mm. and also therefore the credibility of these rumors you know if this was the odd rag that had gone out on a limb and had decided to publish it then you could say oh well you know what it's just it's it's just hearsay but the fact that so many big big publications are carrying it does concern me slightly Mm. um but again, I don't understand why other clubs, such as the aforementioned Manchester City, and there are others, why mm-hmm. they're also not being um, dealt with and mentioned in the same in the same breath. Um, but we'll see. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's little we can do about it. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it must be said that in in those stories, it does say that it's just one of a possible line of punishment and, and what's the what's the sexiest clickable headline it's the 12 points deduction isn't no but they it? have gone to town with it haven't they and um we saw that wednesday um they're running with it and if it's come from somewhere don't mm. know where it is um who knows but that's the maximum punishment they're going for but that's the narrative now the mm. narrative is that they're going after us, and it, and if it does, if it's not twelve, well, the narrative's out there now, and mm. I've seen, I've seen it on my Twitter feed, I've seen tweets to me, I've seen messages to us as a channel saying, "Well, you're getting what you deserve, and all this." And it's like, how do you? No one knows what we're, we're actually being punished mm. for. Mm. No one actually knows what the issue is. No one knows whether it's uh, a huge thing or a little thing. No one knows what the breach is because it hasn't been made public, which is a bit strange. Premier League can't demand anything. All they are is the prosecutor, and they can say this is what we want. Mm. But it's becomes it comes down to the evidence, and it comes down to the independent commission itself. And it's worrying that they are trying to put influence on this, and, and journalists are pushing it. And and as I said, that's the narrative now. And Everton just don't have any friends. They don't have any friends no. in the media at all. They don't have anyone they can rely on to to help them. I mean, obviously. Lots get spoken about client journalism and this kind of thing, but Everton just don't have any friends out there at the moment. So, and because they've alienated the fan base so much, they don't even have the fan base to back them up at times. Mm-hmm. A lot of our fan base will go, "Well, should have run the club properly or or whatever." But I think I think for now, I think what has to happen is with the fan base and certainly the football club, they've got to create a seed mentality. The football mm-hmm. club have got yeah. to create it now and say. We, we've all got to stand together, at least as a football club, because how do you get a f- fair trial? How, this wouldn't stand if it was a normal court of law. This thing wouldn't wouldn't be allowed. This thing would be seen as um, influence a jury or whatever. And I know it's not a jury, mm. but uh, I think Everton, that's what they have to look to do now because he's certainly not got any friends in the media. That's clear as day. Everyone wants to see a big story. Mm. And and the, as you mentioned, Dave, the, the fascinating thing is you've got Manchester City out there and it all has gone very quiet about yeah. Manchester City. No one really, People are making jokes about it. People are like bringing it into conversations towards the end and things like that. But no one's really asking the tough questions. You know, no one's actually saying it. Yes, Jamie Carrick has mentioned it on a tweet, but he's not saying it on Sky. He's not saying it in mm. front of... Mm. 
he's not he's, he's saying it in front of a captive audience he's saying it in front of liverpool fans who are obviously going to eat it all up and a few other people but where are the where are the people talking about this in the mainstream media where are people saying hang on where have the manchester city charges gone and you're absolutely right dave the simple fact is manchester city will have the best lawyers in the world and mm. they will keep these people running around in red mm. tape for years mm. and everton mm. just can't do that mm. and everton could get a fate much worse than what Manchester City do, simply because of the circumstances of where we are right now. You know, if Everton were to get 12 points or 9 points and even 6 points, mm. then mm. I would I would be very, very, very worried about our future um, and what comes from that because the commission would have to ask themselves, are the charges really worth Everton potentially going into administration? That's another 9 points. The future of a lot of staff at the club and i know a lot of people will say well you deserve it because you've done this or you've done that but do we deserve does it does a 12 point punishment really sound like does that really sound like something that should be handed out to any football club how where's the sport integrity in that how what could you have honestly done to deserve losing 12 i mean we haven't even got 12 points to give them no that's what's worse no we, have, we haven't got money to give them out. The thing about it is, like you said, we don't we don't really know. There's a there's a story out there that says it's relating to something to do with the stadium. Uh, it's a, something to do with a tax mm. regarding the stadium or something. Which is, we don't know if that's and true. I don't know whether that's we? true, and I don't know how you would say, well, that money there is for the stadium, not for that player over there. I get that, but the reality of it all is, is that it's a rule made up to protect the fans and the football club yeah. from going out of business yet it could send us out of it business it could send us out of business and nine, you don't well, got my, nine points for administration for christ's sake my my understanding of it was rightly or wrongly i thought this was to do with the recorded losses during the period that took in covid hmm. to have gone beyond what the allowable parameters were or am I wrong? But there's no actual proof. No, you might no, be right, but there's no the, actual proof. That's of, people of the that's what, I th that's, what I thought, that's what I thought that they were in court defending was the fact that they were accused of going beyond the allowable mm. parameters in terms of profit and loss during that period of time. Well, um, some of which Everton had had claimed to be part of COVID, mm. um, but they were were, were vigorously. Um, uh, arguing the fact that they hadn't done anything wrong and they'd acted within the rules yeah. of the game. Well, that might be it, but the, I'll, I'll be honest, the only recorded explanation of what we're, what we're up against is I think one of the nationals said that it was due to a tax complication to do with the stadium. And that's the only recorded evidence of... of, of or I say evidence. No, that's the only recorded thing out there to say what we're being done for because there's no it's not being put forward they've just said an mm. ffp breach and it might be that mm. but the point being is we were supposed to in that period the premier league was supposed to be holding our hand keeping an eye on everything and maybe that's what they have took us to maybe they've been pushed into by all these other clubs who said who said we're lying and we have to go and defend ourselves and say why those covid loss whether those covid losses are real or not but I still don't think that's deserving a 12 no, points. And, I really don't. And for me, the other thing that should be taken into consideration here, and listen, this, people might listen and go, well, you're only saying that if it was this club or this club, you might be saying different. But the thing I think should be taken into consideration is we're building a stadium. Mm. We're creating jobs. We are 
we're making it, you know, if you're talking about the inclusive inclusivity for fans, we're making a stadium, putting us in a new yeah. stadium that's better for supporters, better for the Premier League, blah de blah de blah So therefore, those costs, in my opinion, should be separate to playing costs and stuff like that. So I just, I just find the whole thing nonsense for the simple reason that it's a it's not even a general rule it's a rule that they've decided to bring in based on Portsmouth nearly going out of business mm-hmm. and therefore you've got a I, I don't even th- I personally don't even see how it can be legal this rule but you've got a, a position where an owner wants to put money into the football club to make the football club stronger and you won't allow it as a league because it goes against this, but you will. What you will allow is for fourteen teams to make sure they vote to give the other six clubs more money than anybody else. Mm. The a league which a TV companies decide who's on TV every week and get an extra million quid a game or more than that. So the disparity is allowed to grow in that, and yet you might have an owner who goes, well, I will put my own money into it. And they say, well, you can't. I, I just find it utterly bizarre. And then you're now going to go, right, you've got a 12-point penalty. If they said it's a three-point deduction and a fine of a million quid, then, fair, you know, well, it's not fair enough, but you take it and you go, yeah, but 12 points when we'd only get nine if we'd have gone into administration and this all would have been wiped off anyway, this mm-hmm. debt. So the club would have essentially started zero again. How can you get more than what administration is? I, I don't. It, to me, it sounds. I, I mean, I and I'll just say now, I don't believe Everton will get twelve point deduction either because I think mm. we'd have them off. But it is absolutely mad. Yeah, that's how it seems anyway. Well, that was going to be my closing question. Yeah. Is just to say to both of you actually on that front because obviously we've had this conversation umpteen times before. Mm. We had this conversation last season and you were both um, very positive in terms mm. of uh, mm. the fact that you didn't feel that a points deduction was likely. Mm. Mm. Um, are you still as positive? I'm worried, Dave, because I feel like it, by putting this out, it feels different. It feels mm. like they are pushing for the maximum penalty and i find that i find that quite dangerous that that's out there beforehand i did i mean even i was watching uh the press thing on on sky sports news last night and the journalists they had believe were like hinting that last week the talk was all going to be about a suspended points deduction mm. which i think again i think's fine mm, if I you break the rules fair, you get a slap yeah. on the wrist and you mm. you're told not to do it again and what we find is certainly in the fl is that gets handed out, and a lot of these people can't help themselves and reoffend, so they always mm. get them. Mm. Um, and I think that would be, I think that would be just to get a suspended sentence if we're proved, if it's proved guilty. But there's just something about this getting out, and as you said before, it being in a lot of different papers and a lot of people running with it, almost like it's, like it's already happened and mm. we've already been found guilty. And I find that very, very strange, considering it is an independent commission. And I know they're influencing it, though, aren't they? Well, this is it. And how mm. can it be? How can it be a completely independent commission mm. when the national press are allowed to print this narrative, yeah. which is obviously affecting 
our own viewpoint because mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about right now but yeah, in yeah. turn will also be affecting the viewpoint of anybody who is part of that commission and part of that jury and it and also dave i, I think <laughs> we've had quite a lot of this but i think it will affect the morale of the fan base mm-hmm. and it'll it's I mean, the time. Let's be honest, right? The timing of it is horrendous. That's disgusting. Of course, the twenty-four hours after yeah. the club announced the death of Bill Kenwright, and you're you're putting stories like, surely mm. this could have kept for a few days at yeah. least. Yeah. yeah, you know, the club are in a period of mourning. I just find that, you know, regardless of anyone's feelings, mm. that's that to me is is really low and really yeah. poor from them as well. So, and it, it just feels like. It feels like the the going after us, and and listen, they might be right to go after us. I mean, we're, we're not stupid. We've sat here for the last two years complaining about our own football club. We know its own shortcomings, but mm. this just feels like they really are going after us, and they want to. And that's also it's the political side of it that worries me as well, Dave. It's the political side of they don't want someone on the outside running football, so they're going to prove they can do it themselves. And it's it mm. what it's great if they punish us, then everyone will go, oh, what are they going to do to City? The City mm. thing might never ever materialise. No, because as you say, because you know they've they've got far greater resources than us to yeah. actually keep keep it at bay. Mm. And I, I don't feel like I'm being I don't feel like I'm being paranoid here, by the way, by going, oh, everyone's after us. I know what we've done wrong. I know the way the club has been the last few years. We've all been very critical of it. Of course we have. But this just feels like every day, of course, there's a hit piece out about us in the papers. Some of them are real, some of them are absolutely nonsense. But it's just it's all the time just throwing more fuel on the fire about the stadium, about the run of the club, about who owns the club, about seven seven seven. And this just feels like the the papers are just saying journalists are just a, 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 almost willing it to become real. And the "I told you so" mentality of what we have now in the world of like I'd rather I'd rather be proved right than it be ethical or whatever. So I just hope I, I hope the club come fighting. I come hope they come out fighting and all the fans go with them because I think it's time now to put all that other stuff aside as a fan base. And say right, we have to we have to actually be together on this. We have to actually back our football club and beco- create a siege mentality of mm. it's us against the world, um, because that's what we've seen other people do. And hopefully, if listen, if the worst comes to the worst, we we take them to appeal and we 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 wrap them up in red tape for as long as it takes as well. Mm. Yeah, no, it's absolutely nonsense. And you're right. Let's let's make sure we all stick together on it. God, I was happy you talking about the derby, wasn't it? I know. God. <laughs> I know. Let's... At least that's one game. Yeah, that Dharmad, I hope we've kind of discussed there, Dharmad, Ryan. I hope we've kind of discussed your question there. Um, you just mentioned Bill Ken right there, mm. but just to lighten it, obviously it's been a very it's been a very sad week this week with uh, the passing of the chairman. Um, but seeing a story today that. You know, John Travolta has paid tribute to his dear friend Bill Kenwright, which is, I mean, you're seeing how big he, just very briefly, Dave, he was obviously massive in away from Everton. We know about Everton and and people that have different opinions on him. He was obviously massive away from Everton, wasn't he, in the theatre world and seeing all these tributes from the actors and everything. It's it's mad, isn't it, of just how big he was because we've probably skated over that fact, haven't we, because we're looking at it through football lens. Yeah, no, it's absolutely true, you know, and uh, I've seen a lot of the a lot of the heartfelt tributes from within football, from outside of football. Mm. Um, and as you say, it's probably been fairly equally weighted in terms of, you know, that 
balance of um, tributes, mm. you know, that have come in from all corners. Um, and yeah, listen, I just like to say it's been a sad week, and uh, regardless of recent history and some of the turbulence surrounding the club and mm. the fans, the truth of the matter is that Bill Kenwright was uh, died in the wool. Evertonian, he loved the club. He'd do anything for the club. He'd displayed that over many, many years. Um, he'd put a huge amount into it in terms of um, both passion and mm. also finance and mm. everything in between. Um, and, uh, yeah, i just like to say thank you for all of his efforts over the years. And my thoughts go to his wife, Jenny, and to the whole family. Absolutely. On a lighter note from that then, because that, is might be a friendship that is unlikely, mm. John Travolta mm. and Bill Kenwright. Mm. Do you have any friendships? This is from Andrew McGregor. Do you have any friendships that we wouldn't expect? Did you could me, say, well, me personally, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or, or us. Um, do I have any friendships that you wouldn't that we might not hear? That I mean, you know, you and Fifty Cents or something, yeah, hang out. Yeah. You know, that one was a was a strange one, but you know, it was a strange one. Um. Know? I don't think so, um, Mm. because I think that any of my slightly, um, whatever the word is, I think everybody knows those, you know, I'm good friends with Dion Dublin. um, The Doob? Do you ever ever play the Doob together? I haven't played the Doob for a long, long time. In fact, I think it might be in my my mum's loft. Okay. Um, but, uh, Which is no, actually perfect because Dion can go up and inspect he can go it. up and inspect <laughs> it. Yeah, can. well, he can he can inspect you know the the, the stairs that lead yeah. to mm, the loft space. Mm, of course, absolutely. Um, which absolutely. is is his want. Um, but no, I don't, I don't I don't think I sadly. I mean, I wish I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're I a man of the people, really, Dave. I feel yeah. like That's it. I'm I've, a fairly ordinary I've, well, sort of yeah, bloke. I, mean, I feel like you've you've had opportunities to be to be friends with top stars, but you've. You, you know that's not the world you live in. You live in a world of Aldi's and Gillian. The hairdresser, you know what you I mean? Know, Jillian, Glaswegian Gillian might be a friendship people weren't expecting. That's well, what you have to is, remember. This is very true. You know, I mean, you she's know. a she's a she's a big deal in our small community. So so yeah, why not give her the celebrity status that she perhaps deserves? Is she the only barber in your community? No, weirdly, actually, there's there's oh! actually. I think she's one of. I think she's one of four. Barber was. You know, in a small, <laughs> you know, in a shop. small village high street. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, there was, you know, without without mm. wanting to to, you know, sort of dig up any kind of raw feeling. There mm. was a, a new Turkish barber shop that that opened up next door, but one to Jillian. Oh my word! Because right? yeah, you had mentioned that. No, I mean, listen, oh, yeah. as you know, there was there was there was Jillian's place, yeah. and then there was there was the card shop in between, and then the card <laughs> shop went right, and that's now a nail bar. Right, but, but anyway, that's modern sounds for you. Well, we did talk times. about it. It's going to be a nail bar or a vape shop. It's yeah, going to be one yeah. of the two. Yeah, you've already got a Turkish barber, so absolutely. So we've got the Turkish yeah. barbers there, but um, but anyway, you know, everyone everyone has their has their place. Let me ask you a question then. Settle down, yeah. Do any of these sure. do any of these barbers ever undercut the other ones? I mean, when you say on, ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, very I good. Um, I don't know. I mean, in terms of um, yeah, I don't know. You're on fire today, when you. I mean, not literally, but no, 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 luckily. Well, your ears, when you do your ears, yeah, the yeah. Circus, I've never had that before. No, I have anyone, either. No, no, I'm not. But no. if anyone wants it to, that's fine. We did talk about it for the years. Well, listen, there's, there's lots of, yeah. Um, let's finish with the Stuart Thompson question. Go on. If you were an alcoholic drink, which one describes you? I'm glad you said drink. Drink. 
<laughs> Which one describes you best? He's put light beer for Baz. Yeah, why not a light beer for me? Why not? Although I do like an IPA, it'd be one. But I do Liking like... Liking and being are not I... the same things. Okay. Uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a non-alcoholic <laughs> drink. That's all I drink. Yeah, I will be a light beer. Mm. There you go. Just Refreshing, but not going to be too bad. Mm. Not much, I of, mean, a, I think you're not much of a head on you. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> go, go on, Dave. What were you going to say? Well, I don't really know. I mean, because mm. I mean, this 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 feels very much like an old blind date question. There, there's there's one for you know showing your age. But you know, they yeah. used to ask questions like this, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Blind date, and they were always pre pre scripted. Yeah, and set up. of course. You know, if yeah. you were to be a food, yeah. what sort of food would you be? And my why? name and is Michael, and I came from two. Bristol. Yeah. And 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 my question to the panel is: If you were oh, a lasagna. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't, I can't off the top of my head think of anything which is is well yeah. written mm. that would describe yeah. my personality in the form of an alcoholic drink, which is ultimately where this question is leading yeah. to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd, I'd probably just say that I would be a pint of Guinness. I was, I was literally gonna say a pint of Guinness, a pint of Guinness, smooth, have a good head. And I'm all, you know, ready yeah. for the winter. I have a good head of hair, sorry. Yeah. Uh, a good head of yeah. Hair. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I was going to say Guinness because yeah. you look at it at first and you've got to let it settle. Mm, you, sure. It looks like shite. Mm. But <laughs> once you get stuck into it, you'll probably never have another drink in your entire life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it almost feels like you've thought about that. No, I have. I was just on the spot. I'm just a quick thinker. That's all. That's all it is. See, this, this is. This is why you're creative director. It is TV. absolutely. You know yeah. what? You know what? You're not wrong. I'm a cup of tea. Weak and full of um, and not full of milk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I do understand tea isn't alcoholic isn't an no, alcoholic well, drink it but it could not be unless you, not, not unless you stick rum in it i was gonna yeah. i was gonna shake it being funny. Green we grew up alcohol and we grew up going out in the 90s everything was an alcoholic oh, drink in the 90s everything. and he just brought out a different flavored thing every week remember hooch mm. hooch was amazing remember diamond white wasn't no, that i never thing? got involved in diamond no, white. But that was diamond, diamond white was 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 um yeah it made girls fall over in the 90s yeah, yeah. it was too, yeah. it was too close to uh diamond lights by waddle and Hot well a classic song by that a classic song go on swing your hips on <laughs> top of the pops with yeah. suit jackets pulled yeah. up mid-arm yeah very, very much uh, Steve Parrish took that on. Very Steve Parrish. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 he yeah, keeps yeah, it yeah. alive today, yeah. Steve Parrish, doesn't he? He yeah. keeps mm. the the dream of Hodlum Waddles diamond lights alive today. So people won't know what we're talking about. No, it's incredible. go and check it out if you've not seen Glenn Hoddle and Chris Waddle singing yeah. Diamond Lights, yeah, Cold as Ice. Remember when football is brought, like Ian Wright done it, didn't he? He brought a song out that was terrible. And Gaz is fuck on the time. Oh, Nana's bringing one out though, isn't he? With a Wobie. Oh, Oh, Nanan and a oh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you think of anything worse. They were, what was he, chatting bars the other chatting week? Chatting bars, yeah. Him and the Wobie. Wan bars, more Wan, like. wan bars, yeah. Well, Wan were good, to be fair. <laughs> no, Wan bars. Yeah, but Wan bars were probably all right. They were all right, Wan bars. Yeah, Wan bars, get stuck in But your they get stuck in your And teeth. that's probably why Dave needs his gum shield, and we've gone full circle. It's probably why. Yeah, I just don't we finish now, but oh, we'll be lo do. looking for an NHS. No, dentistry will finish yeah. on dentistry. You know, <laughs> NHS dentists, no one wants them anymore. My one, my... They just don't want to be NHS No, they don't want to be NHS. So I went last week to uh, yeah. one and all that, yeah. and it's great. And I've had 
I think I've had four fillings in my life, mm. but I've had 18 months not at the dentist yeah, yeah. because my previous dentist broke my tooth, yeah. gave me a filling that was unnecessary. So you, what, you stopped going because you were scared? Not scared, okay. I was just fuming with them because I'd had no okay. issue. Anyway, I've gone to dentist and uh, now I understand why NHS dentists were great given the, the price to get. It's going to take us five years fixed. to pay it off, is that what you're uh, saying? Yeah, basically, yeah. Going to need a third. We've got so. a, a dentist as the does and said you can come to his practice in Preston. It's in Preston. It's cheaper than paying 800 quid. Mike comes here in Preston as well. <laughs> 855 to oh, be precise. Sorry. sorry. There you there go. You go. There we'll you leave go. it there. We're just getting our teeth Terrible. into it. We'll leave it there. Dave, oh. Oh. terrible way to finish. Terrible way. Ned, it's just got to Ned. It's just got to Ned, though. 31 seconds after it. It's got It's got there. It's on its way it's to Skem. I wonder if there's NHS dentists. No, no, let's leave it no, there. Here it comes. Here it comes. There's definitely no dentist. It, it, it's on the East Lanks. <laughs> it's there. It's there. It's, it'll be there in a sec. Oh, Ned. Right. Thank right. you very much, Dave. Vitti, we will be back next week. Um, hopefully with a much happier mm. podcast to, than yeah. it was today. But thanks for listening. Make sure you give it a thumbs up, subscribe, give it a five-star review, all of that good stuff, and we will share see it, you later. Bye-bye.